All right. All right. Oh, hey. Candace just arrived what? home. Oh, oh my gosh. She did it again. Damn it. She's going to come. You killed and... it again. Sky. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> not, not even mad. <laughs> Do you hey, want to write something down? Or I'm, are, you, I'm are you good to go? Keep the kittens exactly. out. Okay. I, not that I... What's What's the name of this thing again? It's... Yep. Um, yep. All right, go. Uh, good job, brain. Go, go, yes. go. Good job, brain part two. Uh, oh. What are you talking about, good job, brain? He, he doesn't that's remember... The name, the, that's the name of the show, right? Yeah, yeah. Good or good job, good brain. Or brain. Good job, burr brain. My, my brother, my brother, and me. <laughs> NPR's Planet Money. Is that no, it? Kyle. Kyle's good job, brain. I'm. I'm either Roderick on the line or my brother, my brother, and me. Whoa, Tim. Whoa. You are lady Sky, to lady. Have what? <laughs> what's have what's going seen, on? What did did you come up with? Uh, are are you coming up with like podcast alternatives to each of us? Yeah, yeah I'm just saying what what each of us kind of contributes to the group. What podcast each of us is? There we are. Because Kyle, you go off on like. Oh my gosh! Let me break this web page, like this this Wikipedia article down for you. Here are all gosh. the facts and the interesting facts. You do not even know it. And I'm like, hey, I'm taking my pants off. <laughs> <laughs> and Tim's just like, witty banter, witty banter, witty banter. I don't know. I don't know what. I, I guess I don't listen to Woody Banner. Oh, you know what? You're Judge John Hodvin. Like you always. Uh, yeah. You always Actually, has that. that's where I was going to go with it. Yes. Yep. Oh, yeah, my computer I, I needs get... to restart, guys. So I'll be right back. Oh my God. No, Third I'm sorry. You are out. You are out. This is I... the best. <laughs> I hope you're recording all of this. I'm so excited. <laughs> all right. You, so you want me? Is this? You just tell, Is this still your way to say that you want me to introduce us? Is that what you're saying? No, I'll be happy. <laughs> okay, fine. Do to it. Introduce thing. Oh, jeez! Hey, I really hope you're recording. <laughs> now all I'm of- laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> all right, welcome to We Should Know Better, uh, the game show podcast, where we nope, plumb the that's depths. That's not what of- it is. <laughs> it pretty much is. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's close enough. Yeah, it's the uh, the show where we plumb the depths of Wikipedia and poke at all the interesting barnacles we see. Uh, if you don't know what we do here yet um you are among millions um what we do is uh one of us always plays the host one night and uh the other two are the sort of wikipedia runners their job is to get from one page on wikipedia uh clicking through the various links uh from page to page to end up on a uh the goal page you could say and uh it's a interesting game you can try it at home yourself um, don't make a podcast about it, though, because that's our job. Yes. Uh, so tonight uh, we have uh, the two guests that are always with me. Can you introduce yourselves, please? Hey. Uh, I'm Kyle. Did you ever introduce yourself? What? Oh, I'm Tim. Yeah, you're Tim. Jeez. And I'm yeah, Sky. I was, was going to do it after introducing you to be polite. Oh, oh I see. Take charge. <laughs> hey, don't do pick on how he hosts. He's, he can host however he wants to. This is my first time in your room. Am I ruining it? Is that what's happening here? <laughs> it's, it's right. not your dream. It's not his dream for how he wants to host. It's your dream, Sky. It's your it's dream. dream. 
It's your dream. I learned it from watching you, Dad. <laughs> I learned, okay. my, I learned so, my crappy intro by watching you. Tonight, we're going to connect two uh, visionaries that are beloved by children. Oh, okay. wonderful. We're going to go from HP Lovecraft oh, no. to Walt Disney. Wow. Yep. I can't imagine that there isn't already a one click from there from one to the other. There's not, hopefully. This, <laughs> this could be a speed round, maybe. It, it, took, hey. it, it took me several uh, several pages. All right. Oh my. Um, uh, so to determine who goes first, oh, yay. I want to hear the best uh, Lovecraftian touch to a famous Disney movie. Mm. What Disney movie do you think deserves a hefty dose of madness? <laughs> okay. If, if you can make a pun with, with Lovecraft's wacky Cthulian language, you go right ahead. Well, I, I can't make a pun, but I think that the uh, the way that we should obviously go is Snow White and the Seven Old Ones, uh, <laughs> where, I mean, I, uh, the, the story is the same, actually, all the way up until, um, I mean, she takes a bite of the uh, poisoned apple and everything, and the... Uh, I, I, you know what? I think that the uh, seven dwarves would actually have to be replaced by the by high priests, maybe dark priests. I'm not really sure. But the uh, the turn comes when uh, after she takes a bite of the poison apple, she has to receive a kiss from the multidimensional lips of one of the old ones, uh, which drives her insane, but also wakes her up. So uh, and they live happily ever after in uh, brooding darkness. Okay, so Kyle has just introduced the concept of multidimensional kissing. Yes. Which I have to admit is quite intriguing. Yeah, see? All right. Uh, Sky, do you have a, a, uh, a pitch for us? Night on Bald Mountain. Drop the mic. You're done. <laughs> That's all I need to do. That's already happened. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is great. So you just dove right into Fantasia. <laughs> yeah, man. What was his name? That demon. Oh, that's totally a Lovecraftian yeah, I know. name. I, oh, it's a really good. Chernabog. What was it? It was Chernabog. That oh is totally a Lovecraftian. That sounds that's, a bit more um, Tolkien-like. Oh, it's man. Such good trivia, though. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, man. In the unknown frozen depths of Antarctica, mm. strange, unearthly tracks are seen. Intrepid explorers arrive, sneak around, and suddenly they're jumped by something unseen. It's really hard to describe Lovecraft. So much of it is just things you don't, things you don't see and you can't yeah, describe. That's the whole point. This is yeah. great for a podcast, though. Yeah, it's good radio. And suddenly large <laughs> furry animals devour the group and none are left. Snow Buddies coming in 2008. <laughs> yes! <laughs> I was hoping you were going with Snow Buddies. <laughs> There's no rule that says uh, dogs can't be otherworldly horrors. <laughs> Snow Buddies versus Cthulhu. <laughs> Who would not buddies. put their money on Cthulhu? <laughs> <laughs> this this one would be tough. Um, I think I will go with Kyle, though. Oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> Ten times better. <laughs> just because, just as long as one of the high priests is still named Dopey. Oh yeah, I mean clearly they keep. Yeah, the you, same can have, you can have you can have you can have Katharathakrasha. You still have Dopey. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm so I'm right there. Green-like. All right, so we're <laughs> going we to start on Lovecraft. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Lovecraft, born 1890, died 1937. The photo on his Wikipedia page looks like uh, there is some 
horror lurking up right behind the cameraman. <laughs> yep. Every Lovecraft is good I've at that. Seen. Yeah, every photo I've ever seen looks exactly like that of him. I mean, he is he definitely looks like he has a head full of horrific things <laughs> at all times. I did not know what the HP stood for. I always assumed Hewlett Packard. Hewlett Packard Lovecraft. <laughs> Where do you think they get the ink for their cartridges and why it's so expensive? <laughs> it's Cthulhu ink. Uh, Howard Phillips, though, is not as exciting as I thought it would be, not nearly as much as Clive Staples Lewis, which, I mean, Staples, come on. Staples is pretty great, yeah. I, I really was hoping it would be something ridiculous. Well, hey, I mean, he was born in Providence. Why not? Howard Providence Lovecraft. See, that's a better name already. Oh, man, there are so many things to go with, though. Um, you can tell there's so many nerds behind the, this HP Lovecraft page. <laughs> Lovecraft is one of those things where if you don't really like Lovecraft, you either love it or hate it. Yeah, there's not really a middle ground. Yeah. And, like, oh, you man. can have a Cthulhu flavor of everything. Like, There is a Cthulhu flavor of everything. Yeah. The Internet's a pretty big place. Isn't there, isn't there an Internet rule about that, that there is a Lovecraft version of something? Uh... I, I feel like that's an internet rule somewhere. It's a rule, but it's a number that you can never like fathom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I am okay with that. There are so many of these of these stories, though. As I'm looking at, um, you know, talking about where what he's written and where he came from, that I I always forget what it, what is Lovecraft, and then I'm like, oh yeah, I remember that. That was terrifying. That yeah, was some awful. Those stories are really creepy. Like, oh yeah, for for such like a. Uh, dry right like for such a dry style like he can really get in your head well it's he he really understood the idea of letting the reader do the work and uh and it's one of those things that um no i don't know stephen king has has a similar style in a lot of respects Mm -hmm. so where yeah that's i'm I'm glad you mentioned that because you you recognize like you notice the the majority places that Lovecraft writes about. Oh no! Which are in the Northeast. Yeah. And the majority of places that Stephen King writes about are in the Northeast. Yeah. What makes the North Atlantic up there so creepy? I know. I mean, Poe's around that area too. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that's true too. I don't know. Uh, maybe it's just that it's the oldest, the quote unquote oldest history that America has. Yeah. Uh, maybe maybe that's what makes us want to make it creepy. I don't know. That that's a really good point. I never really thought about that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I guess I guess they might be just going with what they know, but well, sure. It still seems to be like drawn from the same kind of source. It's weird. Well, and uh, each of them has yeah. There are good. There are stories with you know old houses, quote unquote, just like <laughs> places that have had storied histories, and then also stories that no one wants to know about these histories. Um. Anyway, uh, yeah. I, I think. The easiest way that I can see, uh, and just looking at this, um, I really want to know what a couple of these things are, by the way. I don't know what a hectographed publication is. Oh. But I don't, I know that that's, I mean, I feel like that might get me there, but I feel like a more sure thing would be to take the Arabian Nights and try to make a connection Mm. between that to Walt Disney. Yeah, that's a good one. So I'm going to take the Arabian Nights link. Uh, All right. And see where that goes. That's sort of the thing that I was looking for too. Ha! Um, Beat you at your own game. Yeah, man. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm. Thinking, this is gonna be a quick one. I'm thinking. <laughs> in, well, really? It's not always a bad thing. Because then we can talk more about Lovecraft. 
Lovecraft uh, and various things. And the Arabian Nights. This is such a good book, guys. Go on. So maybe I can try to get in and around the same time as Walt Disney. Because they weren't too oh, far apart. Cool. Yeah. So they're talking about in a in a sub uh, in a subheading risks of a scientific era. Um, talks about Lovecraft uh, in a letter specifically points to Einstein's theory of relativity as throwing the world into chaos and making the cosmos a jest. So I'm going to go with Einstein and see yep. see if he's ever connected with Disney that, for some reason. That sounds very much on Disney's. Uh, wavelength there yeah you, uh, the whole world's a jump you don't want to you don't want to click on non-leuclidean geometry i mean it sounds pretty good but no it's generally the basis of a lot of lovecraftian uh jokes all those lovecraftian jokes uh references <laughs> yep yeah there's a whole book of them again of a number you can't comprehend sure um <clears throat> all right so kyle has gone to laughing. 1001 arabian nights Laughing Till Madness, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, this is such a good book, guys. <laughs> I read this I read this when I was a kid, and I did not understand the concept of this book. But now going back to it as an – no, I didn't. Like as, as a kid, I remember – well, I mean clearly when the movie Aladdin came out. Like it was one of those things. So I was like, oh, this is, a, this is one of those stories from this series, and I should read this. And, I, and then I went and read it. I'm like, what's happening here? What is going – like as a kid, I understand the concept of a chapter book, but I did not really get the concept of like a a series of stories, like a collection of stories, like non-related issues. <laughs> and I, I was getting really weirded out by the fact that none of these stories really connected to each other, or few of them did. Yeah. And uh, I did not get the overarching uh, frame story uh, with Shahrazad. Uh but she is so cool. Uh, but the uh, – I don't even remember what the dude's name was. It says here, Ruler Sh- Shariar? I don't remember this. All I remember is because she was pretty awesome. Like just how terrible it is for many of the people in these stories. I mean it's not – these are not nice stories A lot of the ca- in a lot of the cases. And, and there are um, – I mean, yeah, like it says, they vary widely. They include historical tales, love stories, tragedies, comedies, poems, burlesques, and other forms of erotica, which as a kid, again, I was like, oh, geez, what's <laughs> happening here? This is weird. I'm, I'm seven years old, and what is this? Yeah. Uh, well, and the weirdest thing is the way they kind of play around with magic. Ah, oh, man, they have really, like, fast and loose rules with it uh, as far as, like, how magic works. And uh, genies, which, we, I mean, we said that but they use gin and then other you know magicians and sorcerers and it just kind of happens they're like yeah you know what this is a it's very like old style uh story where it, it it's it is just so because we say it is so and you just do it well um, i mean the whole premise is this this poor woman Shahrazade is making up stories pretty much off the fly to mm-hmm. basically leave a cliffhanger every night so the the sultan i think doesn't kill her. <laughs> Correct. Uh, the, so the I, actual... I would I would allow her to play fast and loose with the rules of magic and things in that circumstance. Oh yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, the um, I, I guess I should mention. Yeah, the overall framing story is that uh, this this king marries his wife and then uh, and then the next uh, you know has his night with her and then the next day has her killed. Uh, he decides all women are unfaithful and so. Uh, 
every every time he marries a woman, he just kills them the next morning uh, before she has the chance to dishonor him. Just doesn't seem like a good long term investment strategy. Well, uh, according to this, and I don't remember this from being from when I read it, but um, eventually he goes through all of the virgins in the in this in the country. So well, there you go. Yeah, uh, but this super intelligent lady, the the vizier's daughter, offers herself as the next bride and manages to get herself uh, get the king to be distracted by her awesome storytelling. <laughs> Every night. <laughs> Sounds exhausting. Yeah. Well, and it goes on for a thousand and one nights. Um, I actually don't remember how it ends. I, I really don't. I'm not seeing like a, a wrap up. So I, I, I assume, uh, you know, that 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 she survives. But, but you I don't, don't have to take my word for it. <laughs> yeah, just go go read it because it's a really great book. It's a lot of fun. It's my favorite Wishbone episode. <laughs> <laughs> Every night, a little dog tells a story to the Sultan, to his Sultan husband. <laughs> Actually, that's that's the little known whole premise to Wishbone, is that he just has to give a book report every night to his family, <laughs> or else they'll take him back to the pound. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. All right. Read another book, dog. <laughs> um, just like Lovecraft, A Thousand One Nights has such an influence on other pieces of culture. Oh, of course. Uh, is there anything uh, that is catching your eye, Kyle? Well, it could. Maybe I could pick from, uh, I don't know, Aladdin. Oh. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This uh, is not the route I took. Is the route I should have expected. <laughs> but it's the route we deserve. Yeah. Um, various characters from this epic have themselves become cultural icons in Western literature, which is weird because uh, in, the, in their original stories, they're drastically different from the way that they are per- portrayed in our culture, such as Aladdin, Sinbad, and Alibaba. Um, yeah, it's a little weird. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm not going to spoil it. Just go read the original stories. <laughs> They get strange and way different than you remember. Now, Robin it's Williams not, is not in it. It's not a thousand and one stories, right? No, I don't think it's literally a thousand and one stories. Right. Okay. I, I don't remember it being like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm going to use, rather than trying Sinbad or Alibaba, uh, which I'm sure uh, Alibaba, I don't know if that'll get me to a, to a cartoon page. I, I'm pretty sure so Sinbad. you're not going with Atlanta? What's that? Yeah. You're not going with Aladdin? I'm definitely going with Aladdin, yes. You're not going with Disney's Aladdin? Wait, was that on there? It might have been. I, I don't... <laughs> hang on a second. Let's control F. <laughs> it's not cheating. Oh, look at that! Disney's Aladdin! <laughs> Jeez. Well, great. There's literally the Disney... You know what, Sky? I'm going to just go with Aladdin. No, go No, go with Disney. You're going to want to go with Disney's oh, Aladdin, fine. I think. Yep. All right, Actually, Sky. Yeah, go on. Go on. <laughs> so so what cool things did Albert Einstein do with magic and storytelling? Super cool. He was really anti-racist, which I had no idea. What? Really? Yeah, he was passion he was a passionate, committed anti-racist, what? and he joined the National Association for the Advancement of Colored People in Princeton. What? And he campaigned for civil rights. Um, he said that racism was America's worst disease. Whoa. And he hung out with W. E. B. Du Bois. What? Which is pretty sweet. Yeah. This guy is so cool. Um, 
Yeah, he visited Lincoln University in Pennsylvania and got an honorary degree there. And Lincoln's where uh, Langston Hughes went to. Went. So yeah, that's pretty cool. Um, to and he he gave a speech when he was there saying that he does not intend to be quiet about racism. Oh my gosh! Which is kind of a shame because none of us knew that he he was so anti-racist. He didn't become really a. Uh, I mean, wow. he's known for other things in popular culture, like his tongue, which is kind of crap. <laughs> that's, that's a shame. It's kind of yes. sad. But, uh, you know, I don't. I know we always end up on race or <laughs> sex or gender, but I just thought that there, was very cool and didn't know. There is a, a cartoon of Einstein on this page, a political cartoon. Can, can you put it in the Skype chat, please? Yes. It is the most badass you will ever see Einstein. Mm, I don't know. Oh, I believe that this will suffice. Mm-hmm. He t- he took off his wings. Whoa! Unresistant pacifism Whoa. is rolling up his sleeves to show his muscular forearms. Oh my and gosh! And holding this huge broadsword of preparedness. Of preparedness. I don't know why. Why that's bad symbology. The wings should. There shouldn't be wings. Like. You could have kept the wings, Einstein, well, and it's like that he, it, <laughs> he could have been an archangel. Were they holding him you back? Could have been archangel? No, I mean, well, they kind of look heavy now, I guess. But you think they would have just? Why didn't you use weights or something? Oh my gosh! So, well, because know, being a pacifist isn't you know giving up. It's just, oh my gosh, this that is super intense. So is there is there any figure in history or culture? that has had more things associated with them that they never really associated with? Uh, Mark Twain. Than Einstein? Yeah, oh, Mark Twain's a good one. There's a lot of false quotes about Mark Twain. And Abraham Lincoln. Yep, those were the, the two I was thinking. Yay! <laughs> I, I know that we are not prepared to oh, do man. this, but at another point we should do a, a quiz of which one of the three of them actually said a thing. Oh my gosh, the three of them? Yeah, that would have been great. You're right. Um, so I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stay too long on Einstein because there's so much and I know we're gonna be here again at some point, <laughs> but, but I, I was scanning through this and I thought I was at a loss and I got near the bottom. I'm like, oh, there's just nothing here that I'm seeing. And then I see a line that says, uh, Einstein has been the subject of, or inspiration for many novels, oh, no. films, plays, and works of music. He is a favorite model for depictions of mad scientists and absent-minded professors. No! And absent-minded professors is a link that's going to take me to, to the, uh, the absent-minded professor page. Wow. Yeah. Wow, neither of us are going the route Tim did. No, I actually don't even remember the route I took. Tim! Because I did this like like a month ago. <laughs> so, I'm clicking on absent-minded professor. Oh my gosh, this is great. We, we're blowing through this. You guys are doing very well. Thank you. Yeah, um, appreciate that. So what link, <laughs> you took the link to the Walt Disney Company? That is correct. Okay, yeah, this is, I remember this is how I ended up. Wait, 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 wait. What? Disney's Aladdin linked apparently just the, straight to Walt Disney Company. The, the, the oh, Disney's okay. and Disney's Aladdin links to the Walt Disney Company. Oh, were they, oh, I see. they I separate thought you, I thought you... Disney's yes. Aladdin was a yes, whole different Oh, oh okay. that explains a gotcha. lot. I was a little confused when I clicked, but I wasn't going to turn it down. Yeah, no, that's pretty good. I, I did not realize they were separate links. I don't want to think about all the stuff they own. They own a lot of stuff. It is the world's second largest broadcasting and cable company in terms of revenue after Comcast. That which, makes me feel a little gross. Yeah, super gross. 
<laughs> it was founded on October 16th, 1923 by Walt and Roy O. Disney, who is the least well-known Koopa Koopaling. The company is best known for the products of its film studio, Walt Disney's Studios, say one of the largest and best known studios, American Cinema. Wow. Wow. There we Simina. go. Cinema. 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 Uh, they also, also owns and operates the ABC television network, the Disney Channel, ESPN, A&E Networks, and ABC Family, uh, merchandising, music, theater divisions, and owns and licenses 14 theme parks around the world. Although I – and I, of course I'm not going to be able to find this on this page anywhere because I don't know why they would admit it. But I hear that uh, Mario still has better re- re- name recognition throughout the world than Mickey Mouse. I wonder how they even – Yeah, like, I don't know. Test that. How do you even gauge that? They, they just go up to kids around the world like, hey, kid. <laughs> like you, you have some poor scientist that like just travels <laughs> to some remote – tribe up near the arctic circle mm-hmm. it's like hey kids do you know mario <laughs> you know yeah. mickey mouse oh you mean my uncle mario uh, yeah. yeah i know mario <laughs> i really Man, like a lot that of people a, in italy know mario i really like that there's a tribe somewhere in the arctic circle who is where some kid has an uncle mario <laughs> oh uncle mario yeah he got eaten by the by the snow buddies <laughs> <laughs> Good old Uncle Mario, the unspeakable snow buddy. <laughs> the uh, the thing that kind of makes me sad here uh, the is that the one bit of Disney trivia that I always knew and that uh, is now ridiculously well known among the gamer set because of the dumb oh. Mickey. Um, oh my gosh, what's even the name of the series? Epic Epic Mickey. Epic Mickey Extreme Where, Edition. Yeah, where I was chained. I always liked being able to uh, reference that Mickey was not the original first character, first original character of Disney's. It was Oswald the Lucky Rabbit, and um, I am sad that a lot of other people know that. No, I'm not. I guess I'm not sad. I'm glad that people understand and play with more trivia. So yeah, I guess you know what? It doesn't make anything worse. Like though, I did not know this. Uh, the Alice comedies. Uh, Disney moved to Hollywood to join his brother, uh, Royo Disney. Film dis- distributor Margaret J. Winkler. Oh my gosh, it's such a good name. Of MJ Winkler. <laughs> of MJ Winkler Productions. How do you not just call it Margaret J. Winkler Productions? Contacted Disney with plans to distribute a whole series of Alice comedies uh, based on Alice in Wonderland, oh. which is pretty cool. Oh my gosh. Uh, Lewis Carroll's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I know, I know I'm dead, but... Uh, how did I not forgive, figure this how, out? How did you guys start writing all this stuff about my characters? I, I did not realize this. This was, um, this was in 1923 when he did this. And um, when he did this short film based on Alice in Wonderland uh, the first time, mm-hmm. uh, which, geez, I don't know why I thought he was older than this. But, I mean, not that much older, but... 1923 is a weird time to be I don't know. I he was really innovative. I remember like he was ahead of his time uh doing yeah, doing animation. Yeah. People thought he was crazy to like be making animation that had a story. Well, you know, or that that played off of, you know, literature. Well, and actually in this um in this description anyway, for the, his first short film, 
he wasn't just doing strict animation. He had a child actress interacting with animated characters. That's really complicated. Oh, holy crap, yeah. Um, he didn't get started really until after the bankruptcy in 1923 of his previous firm, Laphogram mm-hmm. Films, which... Laphogram. Yeah. That, a name like that deserves to... Well, now you know. Unfortunately, yeah. Now you know, though, that uh, man, the very first Disney character was Alice in Wonderland. Oh my gosh, so weird. Um, (laughs) uh, But I will say that um, there's one link on this page that goes straight to Walt Disney. Uh, So, suspected. Yeah, there's actually probably a lot of links on this page that go straight to Walt Disney, but yeah, I. Nice job. Yeah, I want to see if I can get there in two. I think I can get. I think I can get there in one more. I think page. you can too. Go for I, it, yeah. yeah, go for it. So we're at absent-minded professor, which is a huge trope, and it has <laughs> an awesome uh, image here. I'll send it okay. to you. And uh, Tim, don't scroll through yet because you have a quiz. I hope you I have, have a quiz. Yeah. Uh, okay, so what we'll do uh, is I will give you the name of the. Uh, absent mind professor and you gotta tell me what what he's from okay or she's from oh right yes all right uh doc emmett brown uh, uh back to the future yep nice professor frink uh futurama oh dang nice uh nope. no what incorrect oh, i don't know i thought it was futurama professor frink. oh oh no i'm so close I, it's the it's Simpsons. The Simpsons. No. yeah oh, okay I had to double check because they're right; they're listed right next to each other, and so I'm like, "Wait, is is no, no, it's not." No, it's not that one. <laughs> um, let's see, Professor Calculus. <laughs> Professor Calculus. <laughs> yeah, he is from a comic strip. Comic strip. Oh Professor man, Calculus. can you give us a hint? It is a foreign comic. Is he related strip. to Doctor Science? It is a comic strip that was recently made into a movie that nobody saw. A foreign oh, comic oh, strip. Oh, uh, um, um, Tintin? Uh, yes. Yep. Hey! Ah, you keep snatching it from me. Right out of your grasp. When I'm not wrong. <laughs> Eli Eon? You guys might know. This is another comic strip. That one. sounds like yeah. The Flash. Eli Eon. Wow. Give us a hint. Um, it's a comic <laughs> strip. That you might know. <laughs> yep. So, so uh... Uh, no. Uh, okay, that didn't help as much. I'm trying to think. I'm, let me just think of some some stuff. It's one that I actually don't know a lot about that I thought you guys might know more about. <laughs> uh, it's about an uh, 11-year-old girl. Her catchphrases are G-Whiskers oh, and Leapin' Lizards. Oh, yep. oh. What was the character's name? Eli Eon. Eli Eon. Yeah, that is such a name that would fit that. Yeah, that fits perfectly in that time frame. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And I'll have one more. Ooh, geez. Professor Karek. Just just a second. Professor Karek. Hmm. (laughs) I don't want to mess this up for you guys. This must be Lovecraft. Oh, man. Professor Karekatus Potts. Professor Karekatus Potts. I feel like that's Harry Potter somewhere along the line. (laughs) Karekatus and Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Oh, Ian oh, Fleming. Oh. He qualifies as an absent-minded inventor. Oh, so oh. Kind of a doesn't slant. even count. 
Wow. Yeah. Well, that's pretty good, too. Some real real world ones where uh, Isaac Newton is considered one. Oh, sure. Was was he? Uh, Tesla, which is kind of weird Dude to me. Dude got hit I by an it. apple. <laughs> yeah. Well, you can get hit by an apple in normal, unabsent-minded ways. <laughs> and I thought, I thought uh, William Spooner was just, you know, just had dyslexia or whatever. But he was also known for absent-mindedness. But actually, and being that kind of makes sense, though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, those are... Those are some uh, absent-minded professors, but uh, there is also um, the word Disney um, here. So I'm going to click on it, and it's going to take me to Wiki slash the Walt Disney Company. There you oh, go. You, you were right there. Oh, page behind. Just by a nose. Yep. <laughs> so you're at Walt Disney. I am right? currently at Walt Disney. Good I job. I reached Kyle. Walt Disney. Well, Let's see if they have something on this page. He left behind a vast legacy. They do not talk about the. <laughs> I want to know. Frozen in Cinderella's <laughs> castle. Yes, clearly. <laughs> yes, that's what we're all. Of course, we're all Why wondering. Why would I read anything else on here? Oh no. Uh. Oh no, they do have something. Hibernation or urban legend? Yes. Longstinger Urban Legend maintains that Disney was cryogenically frozen, that his frozen corpse was stored beneath the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at Disneyland. What? But Disney remains cremated. Disney's remains were cremated. Well, he remains, <laughs> <laughs> well, he remains that's, cremated. I mean, that's the true. first time I ever heard anyone but, laugh after saying his remains were cremated. <laughs> no, it wasn't just funny that he said that his remains were cremated. It was that his rem- he remains cremated. Oh, yes. <laughs> is what he said first. <laughs> <laughs> like well, yes, that too. Uh, the first known cri- human cryogenic freezing, cryonic, not cryogenic, cryonic freezing, was in January 1967, more than a month after Disney's death. So, yeah, yeah, it wasn't even like possible. Oh well. Oh my gosh, I didn't realize he was the original voice for Mickey too. Yep. Oh yeah. Back, I guess that would have been Steamboat Willie. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, that's him and Steamboat Willie. I wonder if that's He's him good. whistling too, because. He whistles and that. Oh, okay. That's Pop true. quiz. Oh man! So don't look. Who was oh. the first actor to play Walt Disney in a film? What? Ooh. Oh no! I'm trying to think of what the first Disney film about Disney would be. Because, I mean, it was Tom Hanks in the most recent one. Yeah. Is that it? That is it. He's. That I, was, is a, I was almost going to say that it was a trick question. That's the first time Disney has been portrayed in a film. I mean, I guess he's never needed to be. <laughs> They've just gotten his uh, his cryonically frozen body and mm. uh, just, you know, animatronics. There's got to be a list of, of who he, like, if he acted as anyone else in the, in the in show. Yeah, I know. I'm looking here. Um, I'm not seeing anything particularly. What, what's your guys' favorite uh, Disney movie? <laughs> uh, you go first, Tim. The question was favorite Disney film? Of course. Yeah. I actually have to go with The Sword in the Stone. Oh, it's a classic. Sword in the Stone is terrific. Oh, so good. The absent-minded professor actually listed Merlin as uh, as, as an absent-minded wizard. Merlin's such a cool character, and the whole, like, how he learns about life by becoming different things is cool. Sexing up a squirrel. <laughs> the squirrel sexed him up. Yeah, that's, it was, yeah, man. that's a little it, weird. That was a little weird. <laughs> Well, just, uh, he broke the heart of a fish too, didn't he? No, I don't think so. He broke the heart of just a squirrel. squirrel. Yeah. Oh man, 
the fish he was gonna get eight. Oh, that's yeah, right. No, you're right. Yes, I forgot. And then about he was that. a bird, right? Oh man. Yep. Yeah. I forgot all about this. And then he became king of England. Who was the? I'd the, rather just be a squirrel. <laughs> the, the villain. Yeah, the lady wizard. Um, um, had to be Mordred, right? Morgan. Morgan. That would make sense. Morgan. I'm not recalling. Let me check. Check. I'm checking. Let's get to Wikipedia, guys. Oh, Madam Mim. Oh, remember? Oh, yeah, Magic Mim. Ma- Madam yep. Mim. Wow. Is she based on something? Uh, doesn't look like it. Oh, she she also voiced the Granny Squirrel. Oh, the wow. The person who did Madam Mim. Oh, wow. Fun fact. Oh, no. Oh, and then it had Archimedes. Oh, Archimedes. Archimedes. So good. Oh, the, best. the coolest owl. Mm-hmm. Jen Taylor as the little girl squirrel, a young female squirrel that Wart comes across. <laughs> she immediately develops an attraction to him. Also, she saves him from the wolf, and Wart returns to human form. Yes. She breaks down into tears and runs away. She is last seen watching Wart and Merlin leave the forest, heartbroken and crying as the screen fades to black. It's super sad. Disney. It is super sad. <laughs> no, I remember watching that as a kid. I'm like, but, but the squirrel. <laughs> that made me feel very confusing things when I was a young man. <laughs> Wait, do they, does the squirrel make the same sounds that the squirrels in Emperor's New Groove? Oh make? yeah, absolutely. They're the same thing. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. kind of a Disney thing, though. The the sound Squeak, that squeak, squeaker, squeaking. Uh, yeah. Yep. Yes, but it actually that actually ties into uh, my favorite Disney film, which is yeah, by yards and and miles, The Emperor's New Groove. Oh my gosh, that's I don't know why, but everything just lines up so perfectly in that film for me. That is a great one, and I feel like that one didn't like find a, a as high a place in the canon as, as it should have. <laughs> and I don't know why. I guess maybe it's just because it didn't fit in with the rest of because it's what Disney usually it's does. Sort of a bro comedy. Yeah, and it, uh, and Isma even as the villain, um, they I know that they've made a couple jokes about slash her age slash her looks and everything, but they actually really played it down. Yeah, and she and Eartha Kitt. Oh my gosh, she just plays that 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 role so well, just right to the hilt, and and just you know does not even care. She goes for all the jokes, and it is amazing. She she is such a great actress. That's one of the ones that when it came out, I just watched it like over and over and well, over again. And you can and you just notice all these little really really impressive details that they put in the uh, the segment with the um, the trampoline. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Which is making me laugh just thinking about it right now. But <laughs> the segment with the trampoline, I, I, I was cracking up. I was laughing so hard I was crying at that at that segment because, like, just I don't know, like all the different sound effects and the, and the timing was so perfect. Yeah, uh, it's really really oh, good. Oh man, it has some of the best little yeah, like you said, little bits to it. Yep. One of my favorite details is when she's trying to poison him and turn him in. Well, she doesn't think she doesn't know she's turning him into a right. llama, but like they they toss some of the drink into the into like the cactus, <laughs> and the cactus and when it cuts it cuts back to the cactus, the cactus is llama. Yes. Yeah, yes, this is, this is what I'm talking about. Like these are the things that you and, and like any other show would have like you know zoomed in on it or made like a wah wah sound or something. No, it's just like. You guys are smart enough yep. to, pick, to figure this I out eventually. I never caught that, and now I have a really good excuse to watch this movie again. <laughs> uh, so, Tim, what do you think my favorite Disney movie is? 
Oh, jeez. I hope it's the Emperor's New Groove. Please be the Emperor's New Groove. I don't think it's the Emperor's New Groove. I want to go for the Lion King. Oh. Nope. That is a good one. It's one of the first ones I saw in uh, theaters. So what is your favorite Disney movie, Sky? Well, I think it has to be Mulan. Oh, I think Mulan. it has to be Mulan. I, I <laughs> might cheat and say that I have two. Because when I was a kid, my favorite by far was The Rescuers Down oh, Under. So good. Oh, yeah, I remember watching well, that movie. I watched the hell out of and, that movie. Uh, it sounds like a war. Come on. Yep. Good times. She's fantastic. Good times. None of those yep, mice wore pants. I don't remember who the <laughs> albatross. <laughs> wow, I feel really old knowing who both of those people were immediately. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Yeah, Bob Newhart yeah, like uh, playing Bernard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was so good. Yeah. So good. And John Candy was Wilbur. No wonder I love the albatross. Yeah. But I really like that one. But yeah, Mulan. I, I watched Mulan for like every day it's a good movie, for like yes. a month straight. Uh, the actual, I mean, the story that it comes from is actually super cool too. But yeah, the movie is yeah. a lot of fun as well. He's just great. There's a lot of good comedy. I like the music in that one yes. too a lot. Yeah, of course. I'm not, I'm not sure why I liked Mulan so much. I mean, I, besides it being like just a really good movie, I think. Yeah. Um, it had really good pacing. And I remember thinking about that when I was actually, when I was a kid, actually. And like. <laughs> testing, testing, testing. All right. So we got that. There we go. Hey, guys. Hey. Cool. I'm you guys just enamored with me going on and on about Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> like, wait. <laughs> you guys? Guys? Guys, just hung up on you. Like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we could just talk about Disney movies for like. We we have talked about movies. We really have, yeah. For a yeah, while. movies movies have not been something that we have hit upon much so far. I, nope. It's something that it's I've actively tried to avoid too. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's something that I've actively tried to avoid because there's so many links within media. I guess. Yeah, media is really connected. Yeah, but and I, I, I really, I, I think I'd rather stick to factual stuff most of the time. I, I do want to congratulate us, though, tonight on going a whole round with only a glancing reference to Hitler. Yeah. By yeah, me, yeah, it was good. my fault. So you guys are blameless. <laughs> Woo-hoo. We did it. We did it. We got through a podcast without talking about Hitler. <laughs> well. <laughs> sort of. Not yeah. directly. Yep. <laughs> Good, good runs tonight, kids. Yeah, this was great. I'm proud of you. You're going you for it. ice cream after this on my, Yay. my tweet. Yay. Oh, I can't digest ice cream. No. <laughs> I will eat all your ice cream. No. Yep. <laughs> you can get, uh, you can, you can just eat the cone. I can get a soy thing. That's what, it, that's what you're going to say, isn't it? <laughs> you can get soy a cone. Thing. You can get a cone filled with sprinkles. Uh, oh, actually, yeah. no, that's pretty okay too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can find us at uh, WSKBcast at blogspot.com We are also on Twitter um, tweeting stuff at uh, WSKBcast So yeah, we will be back uh, next week with Kyle hosting I think it's So Kyle excited, mm-hmm. so excited I have, oh, I have so many something dumb, else in the store I have so many dumb games for you guys oh, Yeah Fantastic <laughs> Alright guys, have a good See night you yep. See you later Yay!